I believe it's pronounced escargot. Yeah, really giving away the ending there. back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And this week we're here with episode 118, Escargot. Really kind of giving away the big, I don't know, the big, um, big I moment, don't, I, I don't know that they, I mean, I think it's expected, right? If you had the K car, Chrysler made the K car and the K car go, right? Then when they make the S car, the S car has to go. <laughs> I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, I, I don't see how you can not give away the ending. I'm just, seriously, I don't see how. (laughs) How long were you waiting to use that when you saw the title of this episode? (laughs) I wasn't waiting long. This this joke I've had since I was a young, young lad. Uh, Okay. Well. Back on the playground with the marbles, I used to amaze the children with my funny anecdote. I, why do you? Why am I picturing you as like a forty-year-old child playing marbles? I don't know why you would do that. That would be bad. I, I guess there's nothing inherently creepy about it. A forty-year-old child playing marbles. I think that's all inherently creepy, all in one big package. There. Okay. Uh, I guess we can start off with the beginning, which uh, another great opening from <laughs> from Alex of all the podcasts in the world. We're certainly one of them. Yes, we are a podcast. It's true. And uh, Joe was Joe was quick to go through that we were in fact he said we're we're actually two podcasts well really three if you round up oh but Pathfinder rounds down so we're no so podcasts <laughs> yeah I think technically they're four four podcasts are they four let's see uh, well they had Skull and Shackles Skull and Shackles oh I see you're counting grasp. that one you're, okay yeah so Skull and Shackles Tyrant's Grasp War for the Crown what's and number us. four oh and us oh us. you're right we are. They are nice enough to host us. We are, we are in fact, four podcasts in one. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a fun opening. I, I enjoy those kind of bits. They're fun. You, you, you definitely do enjoy Goofy. I mean, you yeah. like Descargo. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I guess we uh, pick up where we kind of left off last time uh, with the Maritos and his whites. His whites. We, we, Tia we Blith on the run. <laughs> still, still Man running. Man on the run. <laughs> or we could go a little yeah. run run to the hills <laughs> yeah i i do like that and i know this kind of happens over the whole episode he ends up finding the other uh, 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 grave knight <laughs> no he doesn't find the other grave knight i don't think he finds no, an elf lich i mean that could be the other grave knight it is an elf lich it is what he finds because they were summoning other devils right but, he found um, where i i have hang on da, 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 da. oh there it is Diablis still running. Crap. Found an unexplored area. Three bone devils. Elf Lich. Yep. Do you no, mind? Just... I'm trying to summon bone devils. Nope. No problem. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, just means that when they do go fight whoever that is, which I'm assuming it's the other Grave Knight. It doesn't have to be, but I'm just making that assumption that uh, he's going to be more prepared. Yeah, I don't. It might be a, I don't a think the other fight. Grave Knight's going to be an elf, but that's just my, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm being human centric there and I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I guess moving on to the people that do matter in the episode. <laughs> oh, yes, to the people that do matter, the people that do contribute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Thelias with his champion charge. He's got a nat 20. Crit confirms oh, with yeah. a 40. 
and then goes into one of my favorites. Dad, I'm flying. <laughs> and by dad, I mean Richter. And I have to say this to you, Joe. I want you to hear this. I'm so proud of you, son. And by son, I mean Joe. I love how he's using those power dice to get those awesome <laughs> results, too. Of course. It's, I mean, they obviously work. Obviously. Very clearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. wow. But, uh... Emeritus, at the end, I think, of last episode, gets healed up by the Whites. And then Thelias is champion. Pretty much all the huh? way. Yeah, pretty much all the way. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, Thelias' champion charge here takes all that back away. Mm-hmm. So it's up, down. Oh, it's crazy. I do. I do like the, the that he's using the whites to basically heal, you know, the big hitter, which is fun. It's an annoying tactic. Oh, I think it's uh, a great tactic. Players, I, yeah. I, I didn't say it was a bad tactic. I think the, the players might find it a little annoying, especially if you overuse it. But I, this one of the few times I've seen Alex actually do stuff like that. Oh, I think he so. I think he should do it. I mean, I think it's something that should be happening if it has the ability to trying to think to use it every every single fight that he has that. Yeah. So it's super I'd like to see more stuff like that, but Yeah. I think it's super easy with Undead in this because, you know, they actually really don't care. So I don't care if my flunkies live or die, right? They're already dead. Right. So, you know, save me, you know, burn yourselves up. You know, I great Absolutely great on theme for this. Yeah. Keisha Keish opens up with a flurry of blows going all monk crazy here. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. He, he yep, he's a, a flailing gastropod. This episode. He is. I do like it's just Alex beating up on himself. <laughs> ah, but it's so much fun. It is fun. And I love Alex's I interpretation it. of the flail snail. The flail snail? Yeah. Because Keisha Keish flurry of blows. He's flailing at everything, right? He's a gastropod. He's a snail. So flail snail, right? And the flail snail's an old, you know, D and D monster. I think it's even in Pathfinder. Oh, I didn't know that. That's not what I'm familiar with. Oh yeah, flail snail's been around a long time. Oh, interesting. I mean, I I'm stretching it because Keish Keish is a snail and he's doing a flurry of blows, so it's like he's flailing everywhere. But you know, whatever. Right, right. I just didn't get the reference. Is all. I loved it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And oh like man. That. Mirror image is like the low level spell of, uh, you know, that, that spell is good at any level. I know it's, it, but it's only it just second gets better. Yeah. It just gets better. Cause you can always have, you can have, it's easier to get the maximum amount of mirrors. Yep. Yep. But and no mirror image is good. Literally through the whole game. Uhtred manages, has dodged, dodged three crits. Thanks to the mirror image. I think four by the end of the fight, but the, I think so. The one he dodges that I'm, I put my little note in on was the like the a fifty to hit. Roll a fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something insane. I always <laughs> oof. I I get that some people have a problem with first edition because like the modifiers can get pretty crazy, and I think this is a pretty good example of that. Where you're rolling a d twenty and you're like, oh yeah, I rolled a fifty. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I do kind of like how two e is kind of pulled back on that a little bit. But it's still fun. You know, big numbers make brain go. Yep. Brain go, ooh. Yep, yep. <laughs> total, totally the case. I, I like it too. I I have never been a fan of the, and, and again, going back to Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, I've never been a fan of what I called hit point inflation, which happened with second edition and happened with third and, you know, has moved on up into Pathfinder and all that stuff where the, the numbers keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, right. You know, because it's... It just keeps get you know, then it, it, to me, it gets bigger and bigger and harder and harder to balance because now you've got these right. out of control numbers and stuff. I know some things yeah. broke that system in the original. I mean, 
fireballs were how many levels you were in D6s at, at your enemies. So there were things that did break <laughs> that mold and got to could get to big numbers. But, you know. Is that why fireballs is popular as it is? Oh, yeah, dude. It was, it was one Lightning of Bolt did the oh. same thing. I think fireballs mm. just always been more been super popular because of it's a fiery ball. So right, it's fun. It's fire, fire fun. F words, F F. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just curious. I guess we uh, well we, we get we more already covered. T- we get more uh, unholy blights. Yeah, the whites bust Which, those out again. Like, f- uh, I, isn't there four whites or three whites? I think at this point there's three. Okay, well they spam those again and just blast those out. That sucks ass. Yeah, oh. I'm so I'm learning that I'm not I'm when I listen to to them play in Alex Jim and how he plays the monsters, I'm I'm realizing that you you don't need like the super high level spells to be effective, I guess. Yes. Cuz like when I when I run the monsters in in my games, I always try and go for, you know, the the big you know this is a seventh level spell or this is a an eighth level spell or whatever and try to do that and sometimes it just doesn't work and you know it doesn't do much i I keep forgetting that the lower level spells can still be useful even if they can save against them pretty pretty regularly because it basically just needles them down well yeah it puts them under pressure and you know just like with the monsters right they can save on fireballs. They can save against lightning bolts. They can save against those various things pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You know, those saves aren't very high, but they're still taking half damage. You're still getting worn down. Same same thing applies to the players. You can do this. You can do the same kind of stuff to the players. And in my mind, you're even more free as a game master because instead of like a player where you've got to try and maybe plan for everything or or be thinking yeah. about how you can handle all kinds of different events as the game master you know the players are going to arrive into a scenario you know what they're going to hit you with you know you know what your bad guys have and the thing is is you know the players are coming so now you can tailor the bad guys in terms of okay i'm going to hit them with this and hit them with this and hit them with this to you know cause some more pain and suffering than they might otherwise cause you know if you were just like oh i don't know they're here or whatever i mean you can you get that chance to make them a little more uh, ruthless by tuning it. Yeah. And so some of the spells you might not consider if you were sitting on the player's side, now you can consider on the GM side because, mm. you know, you have that scenario in front of you. Right. And as yeah. a, you know, you're, you're not always going to get into that position where everything, li- the stars align and you get to use your, you know, your super move as a player. Also true. But as a GM, yeah. you can go, oh, well, look how the stars just happen to align. And if I step right here, super move. And then, you know, you're like, oh, God, you know, players like this sucks. You know, everything's great. Yeah, I'm not I'm not very tactical. I I'm a very brute force kind of player. And I think I GM the same way when I have to do combat. I try to hit you as hard and as fast as possible. I think that is uh, a great way to open up a fight that, you know, there's nothing wrong with with smacking them with a sledgehammer is your opening move. But then the problem is I keep swinging the hammer and I keep missing or ah. they figure out a way around it. And by the time I'm like, yeah, this isn't working anymore. I'm usually dead. Well, you <laughs> know, monsters are usually dead. Uh, my suggestion to you would be uh, write a script and stick to it. Round one. I'm doing this round two. I want to do this cool thing. Round three. I want to do this thing and see how that messes them up. Oh, it's nice. You think I get to round three. <laughs> hey, you know, you, you do what you can. Sometimes your players have their shit together and it gets, ha- it you know, things happen. True. My players 
always have their shit together. <laughs> they're very they're very well organized. <laughs> well, there's ways to ways to throw a monkey wrench at them. Yeah. What did I throw? I threw a demon at him recently. And the only, <laughs> the only I think I the only reason I got them a little worried is because I was attacking an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh I guess Keisha Keys kind of gets back into it. It's his turn. He takes out red. He basically moves on to the orange white, which is great. He's still flurrying the blows. Yep. Everything. Everything's going great that way. And then and then we get to the point where I thought we were we're gonna get to the the big moment of the episode where Joe almost dies. Oh yeah, I thought Joe was dead again too. I was like, oh my I, god, I so thought he was gonna die. And the the best part is he took that crit with the the busted jaw. Yeah. So he can't talk. So he couldn't. He could, he's like, I'll flop down. Oh, I'm so hurt. I'm dying. And he's like, yeah, you yeah. can't talk. So you can't sell it. And he's like, don't. Eh, you don't have to talk to sell you're dead. You just have to drop to the floor and stop moving. Well, yeah, but he was invisible. <laughs> so he needed to make noises. Oh, right. I forget that. But yeah, you're right. But uh, I just I think it's. <laughs> yeah, I can just hear that. You can just hear the frustration in Alex's voice is like you're at zero. You're you're at zero, not negative one. Zero. He's like, yes, because <laughs> he's like, I have to swing at you again. You're still up. <laughs> well, my favorite part of that is then it's like, uh, you know, you could have been laying hands on yourself this whole time. Yeah, that that is. That and is he's on all him. that's on I could have what? <laughs> it's like, oh, God, come on, Joe. Yeah, that, uh, that's on Joe. Well, admittedly, he's got a tough. He, I think he's got a really hard character to play because you can be all the different types of things. You can change it every day. There's like right. six things you can be, but you change it every day. So it ch- kind of can change what you can and cannot do. And, uh, yeah. you know, so that's a little that's a little dicey. And when he was into playing Randolph, you know, before this last death, man, he was on his stuff. So I think it's going to take him a second. And if it's going to bounce back and forth between I can be Thelias, I can be Randolph called Thelias, that could be that could be rough for Joe. To get sorted. Yeah. But I have faith he's going to kick it up a notch. I mean, he's oh, yeah, he's been bringing his A game this whole time. I mean, even his, I'm going to say this with air quotes, bumbling as he's been, he's <laughs> still been on it and been there and kept track of stuff so that he's helping everybody else. Yeah, he you definitely know. has been. But um, Yeah, here's here's the bad turn, though, because now, yeah, cause, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, we forgot about Nick going dark. Nick's yeah, finally succumbed to the darkness. <laughs> his best friend or his second best friend Kishi Kish. second best friend he may be a sacrifice i mean yeah, he, he's on the real, list um... but i made the list <laughs> like, like i have to save myself oh. which i get well you but know, then he changed his thing to... he didn't cast invisibility and run he dumped his undead anatomy right but still I mean, bam yeah. here comes uh he, he left Kishi Kish as the only thing in range emeritus and... tears him apart just yeah, I mean, he hits apart. him the first time and crits him. Right, knocks Ham, him down, hamstrung and prone. <laughs> the second crit tangled and auto grappled, which you know, Emeritus says, "I don't need to grab you." And then third hit, and our favorite gastropod is Escar gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, our flail snail's dead. Yeah, and my I, vision I of Kishikish, which you know has has been the you know the the racing snail and the rider, which is not was not accurate but that's the you know that's what i've been combining in my head that's what's been going in there is quiche quiche mm-hmm. that's lost to the nothing yeah i uh <laughs> when i listened to this i sent um alex and matt a uh 
a little emote of Yamcha because later on they they compare Tiablis return to Goku's return in the Saiyan saga with DBZ. <laughs> but at that point, uh, Yamcha's already dead, and it's a very iconic like he's just literally lying on the ground, you know, dead. <laughs> He's just he's just lying on the ground and dead. So that's that's what I sent them. I'm like, oh, it's Kish. <laughs> Which oh my was god, sad. Well, Tom <laughs> didn't waste any time. He goes, <laughs> you know, I guess we're having Escar go tonight. Yeah, and everybody Which, jumped guess... him. Everybody jumps the ball. Oh, too soon, Tom. Too soon. That was awesome. Matt did not. Matt did not. Matt was like, oh, I'm not even there to see it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but Matt's kind of been heartless. Uh, honestly, Rogar leaving the game leaving the adventure path this kind of sucked the life out of Matt, as far as i'm concerned is this you know tiablith is just not the same character he's not in the same level i mean i don't recall rogar running away as many times as tiablith has (laughs) i mean i could be wrong somebody correct me yeah but i mean like at least tiablith comes back rogar just left he he doesn't did not come back well he doesn't come back because he knows how to run away properly I mean, you don't turn, you know, you spend all that time running away. You don't turn around and come back. Come on. (laughs) Fair enough. And here's what I, here's what I, I'm going to ask Nick. Were you holding your power dice, buddy? Because I don't think you were. And I think that's the problem. Isn't Nick the one that thinks they don't work? No. Nick loves his power dice. At least last I remember. I thought one of the guys just didn't like them because he said, oh, no, never mind. I'm thinking of, um, I think Zeno. Oh, Zeno, the one that was having trouble with him. Maybe, or somebody, somebody has been... Was that casual? Maybe. I, I I don't know. I don't remember. I remember somebody not believing in them. You just gotta you gotta open your heart to the power dice, and then the power dice will open their power to you. I'm afraid if I open my heart to the power dice, they're just gonna, you know, give me a coronary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that too. I mean, as I recall, <laughs> Alex's first use of the power dice pretty well gave him a coronary gave the whole table a coronary i mean they had to take like what a 20 minute break i mean just get up and walk away for 20 minutes yep so oh i love tom and his i'll take uh 39 to 58 and if he just said (laughs) hi if he just said hi the blur would have missed yeah i guess i the 20 percent's always been a little odd although I, i i do like that alex lets them kind of pick what 20 they want because it's not necessarily one through 20 or 81 through 100 yeah which you know which is what i would do it's like you can either pick the high end or the low end at at my table my with my group there is a standard that if you don't say anything it's always going to be we're taking the low so one to 20 one to 50 those are your your missed chances right if you want to change it you can say okay i want high or i want something else we we do have the kind of people at our table that have done i want every even number or I want every even number in this range and and then in this range to total up to 50% or some such. Yeah, I'm not. I'm and it's not. like, oh my God, what are you doing? I wouldn't I wouldn't allow that. It's like, no, 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 you get a range, not a... Actually, the evens, yeah. if you had 50%, wouldn't be too bad because that's already clear. Because, right, half the numbers from 1 to 100 are even. Right. And half I mean, of them I, are I, odd. So that's pretty simple. But I, my point is... It's 50-50, but uh, it doesn't feel right. I understand. I understand. I, my point is the shenaniganry went further than that and caused even more problems, as it were. Right. Because trying to remember what the choices were got dicey. So that got banned. But we, we have a standard and then you can say hi or, I, you know, you could ask for a different 20, I think, you know, if you wanted a more mid range. But that's something you got to work out 
before the roll, and there's a standard to handle it. So Right. I guess at this point's where Teolith actually makes it back. I mean, he, he spends a fifth-level spell to get back. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean, he comes back to a one guy dead, one guy damn near dead, and one guy only like alive because <laughs> his mirrors were saving him, and I think those are gone at that point. Well, Emerit- actually, uh, both Elias and Uhtred are invisible when he pops back in. Right. And then the events that we heard, because we got a little out of order, because Alex made a slight miscalculation on how long he was panicked. Right. So he pops back in. Emeritus charges Arginus, and then Pop goes Uhtred, Pop goes Thelias, and then, you know, somebody's Weasel. And then, geez, Emeritus doing the full attack on Uhtred, and all the mirrors get taken out. And then Emeritus does the unthinkable. He does (laughs) sonic damage. Yeah, which we talked about last week. (laughs) Because he shouts. Yeah. And he twists, too. So he twists and shouts because he has to twist to look back at (laughs) Uhtred and shout at him. And that was Alex's description. So Emeritus, twist and shout. Bum, 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 bum. Ah. Sorry. (laughs) I hadn't, I genuinely hadn't even thought about it. But you're right. Yes. Yes, he does. He twists and shouts. Of course I'm right. Why wouldn't I be right? I'm, I, I I'm even factually you, I, accurate. I, I, I just, I'm just saying, like, I hadn't thought of it that way. It did not occur to me because <laughs> that that dance was not popular when I was in high school. Uh, it was not popular when I was in high school either. But you know, it keeps <laughs> coming back no matter what mm-hmm. happens. So our genus busts out with the mirror image now, and I'm like, I, I. It's a little late. It seems a little late, but he's a little down on spells. But he, you know, he just got you know emeritus coming at him. So good, good call. But I kind of yeah. was like, there wasn't one time before where you were positioning where you could have just busted a mirror image. I'm like, yeah. uh, kind of feels like we're getting a little sloppy and we got a little scram going on here. <laughs> I'm just not going to yeah. cast Mage Armor because I'm a b- <laughs> uh, <sighs> Yep, that's calling back yeah. to Skull and Shackles right there. Yeah. And then we get into the, the, the creme de la creme of the fight. Magus on Magus Violence. <laughs> Emeritus and Uhtred, toe-to-toe. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Uhtred, mm-hmm. have you by chance seen the movie finale to The Last Kingdom series? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know what that is. Okay, so Last Kingdom is where Uhtred Bebenbur comes from, the character name. And it's Uhtred, son of Uhtred, and he's from uh, Bebenbur. And Oh, Okay. He's he eventually retakes Babenbur and takes his rightful place. He was spo- he was heir. His dad gets killed. His uncle moves in on him. I just, pff, finally gets it all back. And apparently they didn't do a final season. The uh, final season to end the story. They did the movie to end the story. And the movie's okay. called Seven Kings Must Die. But the best part about it is he loses his sword. And one of his henchmen gets him a new sword and says, "Give it a name, Lord. You know." Ball taker, you know, blood drinker, Uhtred, sword of Uhtred. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. If you haven't seen it, Nick, I spoiled it for you. Ha, go watch it. You'll love it. <laughs> but that is is where Emeritus goes down. Yeah. And somehow, instead of falling on the bridge, because they're fighting on the bridge over the pit of bone, of bones, I'm sorry, the, well, yeah, it's the pit of bones, because we determined I can't call it a lake or a pond right, last time. because there's you, no water. You, you took that away from me. I did. I took it away from you. You said Just... we had to play by New Hampshire rules, and and that yep, sucks. So it's a uh... I, look. It's not my fault. You can go blame Jed Bartlett. Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. 
so he falls into the pit of bones. Yep. I was like, oh man, now you got to go get that bastard and disintegrate him. And now it is a lake because they're going to have to dive into it. Yeah. Maybe they can just use telekinesis again. So now, oh yeah. <laughs> Whirl the bones in a big circle and not get anywhere. Or, uh, what or, was or the other scoop one? Gust it of with wind. A, scoop it. Yeah. Gust of wind was the one to whirl it. And, but there was, <laughs> what was it? Scoop it with a, a, a shield or something. I forget what they were using to scoop the other one. They were using the dragon skull. Dragon skull. That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh yeah. man. They can go back and get that and fish him out. <laughs> well, but if they do that, they got to deal with that that elf elf lich and his uh, bone devils. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if they're up for that eventually. kind of a fight. I mean, that's pretty tough. Oh yeah, no, they don't have. There's no way they have the uh, uh, spell slots and the, the health. To... But they've got to go after Emeritus. They can't. They can't walk away from that. They got to get him and get that disintegrate. I mean, if Tom yeah. has it, they got to do it. Otherwise, they're facing him again. I mean, hundred percent, they're facing him again. And Emeritus is wise now. He knows that the guys know something about Arasni. Oh, yeah, because the because he, he gets attacked by... Teoboth attacks him with Arasni's sting, the rapier. Yes, with the rapier. Although he should have oh, noticed... Because he said he pulled aggro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, although he should have noticed Arginus' Literally any other thing. blur from the, uh, from the cape or the cloak. God damn yeah. it. Now I don't, I don't remember what that part of the panoply was. Oh, well. It doesn't really seem to be playing that big of a, a part. So. Well, Tom keeps forgetting about it by his own admission. True. So Maybe that's why he didn't see it. It doesn't exist unless the player remembers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist in Tom <laughs> in, in our genius's mind. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll have to figure out what they're gonna do next week. I guess it, I it's gonna be gonna interesting. I mean, there's a little bit of uh and and this is I to me the last two episodes are like a, sort of a good example of what I've seen happen a bit through the podcast and, and mm-hmm. not knocking anybody, but there is sometimes, you know, a setup episode where they mm-hmm. got, a, they got, they do, they do, they're doing the exploring. They're doing a little of the uh, stuff. Last episode, it was a digression into uh, ponds and lakes, but you know, <laughs> it could easily be, you know, going through gear, sorting this sort whatever. And, you know, they get in, get the fight started. Then we get a really, ex- you know, which not a lot to it. It's not anything bad happens or any big mistakes are made, but just, you know, not a lot goes on in terms well, of story moving forward. And then we get to the fight part where we're in the meat of the fight and it's really good, right? Cause the story's moving along. We're getting that stuff. And you know, now we're at, at this, the kind of the cleanup and there's some urgency to making sure certain steps are taken so that they don't get bit in the ass later. Right. Which I, you know, obviously they're going to do, which I think also means we're getting another flashback because every God, time I hope they destroy so. one of the things. Oh yeah. 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 Well, it, one would hope because they've got yeah. a, they've definitely, I'm hoping they're going to go immediately after him, get him, disintegrate him. And then that means there's one grave knight left. Yeah. Plus, I guess they can kind of see what Kishkish had on him. Maybe one of them can use his, his staff, staff and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. As a monk, he may not have had a whole lot on him, but, and plus I think they, he took all of, they had all the stuff taken from him anyway. So he may not have had all that much anyway. No, he had all, I mean, he had all his magic items, I think. Because they found that, yeah. Yeah, that's true, I guess. They found all that. Well, now they can use them. Yeah, well. God, it sucks Kishi Kishi's gone. That just, that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't, I'm glad it wasn't a total abandonment. Like, whatever, sorry, sucker, you're too slow. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was also a very unfortunate turn of the dice that Kishi Kishi had like two hit points left and didn't go, wasn't down. Yeah, that's always... You know, whatever it was. I mean, he prone, but I don't, he, you know, it's like, it'd have been so much better the other way, but. Where if, if 
Joe had died. Not Joe. You mean uh, Thalias had died again? Thalias. Yeah. Yeah. Thalias had died. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of. You know. I got to be honest. It. Joe's kind of cycling through characters. You know, and he does that. And let's let's be real here. It's not like Thalias left. Like Thalias died and then came back as the you know spirit buddy. And then you know Randolph right. dies and Thalias is back as a. I mean, it's Thalias never really left us. No, not really. I think he's going to fade away quietly one day as we forget him. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll call it there for the week. I think that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> you can find us and the players. Oh, oh no. Oh no what? Oh no. Oh no what? Everything that dies in Gallowspire comes back as an undead. Oh, oh but they weren't in Gallows. Oh, they took him they out are. of Gallowspire and raised him. Wait, what do you think? Oh no. Yeah, now you're getting it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were talking about Joe and Randolph, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, they already resolved this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. No. Keisha Keish. Keisha Keish just died. Yeah. That's going to be a serious case of S-car indigestion right there. (laughs) Those snails were not okay to munch down on, and I had way too many. Oh, my Lord. Uh I was just whimpering quietly at the horror that's about to befall us. Yeah, it, I hadn't even considered it until you had, we had been talking about Randolph. And it's like, yeah, they ended up fighting him because he came back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they end up, you know, Thelias comes back, takes his body. But, oh, wait, someone has to come back as an undead. That's how this played. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, this could be so fun. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I Okay. <laughs> I really hope the flail snail shines here and delivers some serious pain on the party because <laughs> the flurry of blows finally getting unleashed. I mean, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I guess we'll see what happens. It may not be next week because I think they need the, the overnight rest for them to come back. I think it's a, they rise a day later. So oh, it may not man, be immediate. I, I wonder if they even think of, of stopping it or doing something to prevent it. I don't know, and I don't know if it's going to work because he was a psychopomp, but they already had an undead psychopomp here, so... They did have an undead psychopomp here, and they the, wasn't the undead psychopomp doing some... Wasn't that the one that was making Keisha... Going to make Keisha Keisha an undead psychopomp, or no? Yeah, he was. I think that was the one that had put him in the oven. Yeah, so it's com- it <laughs> can absolutely 100% happen. It's, it's not like, you know... I don't think it's an issue of, is it going to work or not? I think it's going to work. Yeah. And I think it's going to suck. I'm curious to see what he comes back as. Oh. What 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 template Alex throws on him? Uh, templates. Why have so, one yeah, when templates. you can have them all? <laughs> Be the Pokemon of Undead Rising. <laughs> Got to catch all the templates. Yep. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired and Confidence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredandconfidence.com. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.